<laughs> How's it going, Sha? Uh, well, as you can see, Gastor, I am a bit of a mess today. <laughs> um, I will explain to our listeners. Um, we've got, uh, we can see each other as we're, oh, correction, Gastor can see me <laughs> as we record. I can't see Gastor, and I feel like that's something that can be fixed. He'd rather it just stay the way it is, and that's fine, you know, whatever. So he saw me almost choke myself trying to put my headphones on with my own dreads. Like, I almost choked myself with my own dreads. It was very concerning, okay? Yeah, well, it's because it should have ended like 10 seconds before it did. <laughs> At one point, it was like, are you, What? <laughs> <laughs> oh man i'm glad you're okay i'm yeah, glad you made I'm it fine. you know that is not a phone call i wanted to make you know there's no. been a lot of <laughs> look i can't tell you how many times i have almost uh snapped my head off due to my dreads putting a shirt putting on a long sleeve shirt once the dreads get in the sleeve it's a like <laughs> you know um so this would not like I, I knew I could get out of it. I just knew it okay, would take some okay. time because uh, it, it won't even be the only time today that I almost kill myself with my dreadlocks. I believed in you the whole time. Never oh. lost faith, Shaq. <laughs> I knew it was gonna happen. <laughs> oh man, that's great. I'm glad you survived, though. Yeah, Shaq. yeah. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm actually, uh, I'm really happy. I, uh. I uh, I told you last week I was going to the doctor, mm-hmm. uh, trying to videotape. Right. Um, <laughs> I let it go. You know, I didn't videotape this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I found out uh, I don't got to take uh, insulin anymore. He said I'm no longer diabetic. Yeah. Wow. Straight up. So like that whole year of having like oatmeal uh-huh. for breakfast, yo, it's paid off, yo. Okay. There's, uh, there's a value in that. Yeah, my... Uh, my A1 number was like 9.8 when I started, mm-hmm. and it's at 5.8 now. Okay. So, like, yeah, so he's like, uh, for for your size, that would be normal. It's like uh, right on the border of what they would do normal and pre-diabetic mm-hmm. uh, for most people. Um, but he's like, uh, for one year, like, that change is really dope. That's um, great. Yeah, so I'm I'm back in these streets, you okay, know. Okay, wait, hold on. I'm uh, out here, baby. Let's get it. No, Let's get no, it. No, uh, uh-uh. I don't want to hear in like two months <laughs> that you're back on the oatmeal. I want you to stay on the oatmeal. Oh man, nah, nah. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm 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 gonna keep doing the healthy thing. Uh, I bought a kettlebell. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm gonna start <laughs> doing the swing. It's gonna be crazy. You gonna see me out here. Now, I mean, six pack coming New Year's 2023. Okay. Now, I mean, you know what? Just as long as you have a date. That's it. That's it. I had to be realistic date. about it. Like, right, that's too big of a comeback for this year. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I ain't got that three month turnaround. I don't got the Marvel money yet. You <laughs> <Right>. know? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's understandable. That's understandable. Um, have you ever worked with a kettlebell before? I, I, uh, I hurt my back one mm. time. <laughs> uh doing it with because like i saw a a video of this really small lady uh doing kettlebell swings and she's like yeah this is how i stay in shape because i don't have a lot of time mm-hmm. so i do kettlebell swings and she's like yeah i do like 100 of these a day for t- with 20 pounds and she does it three days a week okay so she's like when i don't got time to work out i do this because it's like a full body workout mm-hmm 
And I, I bought a kettlebell and it was 20 pounds. Like, oh, this ain't that heavy. I could do this all day. Mm-hmm. So I did, I did the honey and I was good money that day. Mm-hmm. Then I woke up the next day, my lower back was murdered. Mm. Um, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> I talked to my boy, he uh, he works out a lot. And he's like, oh, yeah, because uh, you don't know what a kettlebell swing is. But what you was doing was not that. Was- <laughs> <laughs> you, were just, you weren't doing kettlebell swings. You were just swinging a kettlebell? <laughs> yeah, straight up. He's like, you wasn't doing it right at all. <laughs> 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 so uh yeah I, I i destroyed my back i was on i was in bed for like three days after that oh no um, so yeah i left it alone there but i bought a matching kettlebell so i got two kettlebells now okay i'm watching youtube tutorials so i mm-hmm. could do the bell thing correctly and i bought a i bought a a slam ball what's a slam ball yeah so like uh it's like a medicine ball Okay. Like it's a heavier ball, mm-hmm. but the idea it's specifically made for slamming because it doesn't bounce back. So <laughs> like, yeah. So like, you know how like people do like uh, like they do what uh burpees for like full body workouts. Oh sure, yes. Right. So when you can't do a burpee yet, they start you with these slams where like it still works the whole body so like you do a squat you pick up the ball from the floor mm-hmm. then you you know put the ball over your head and you mm-hmm. slam it as hard as you can onto the floor and you they do it with a medicine ball too but mm-hmm. the medicine ball bounces mm-hmm. so they're like ah you new to the game we don't want to give you that because it'll smack you in the face right and it's like a 10 20 pound ball that'll hurt mm-hmm. so the, the idea with this is kind of like a, a on-ramp to doing uh, uh, ball slams with the medicine ball and then ideally burpees mm-hmm. where you could do like the full body workout but like when you do the squat you work out your legs you're picking up the ball you put it over your head so you're doing like a press okay. and then slamming the ball back down works like your shoulders and back uh-huh so it's like a cool little full body workout that uh isn't quite as extreme as a burpee but it's like an on-ramp to doing those okay so the way this looks in my head is you are throwing a temper tantrum with a flat ball hell yeah hell yeah okay. hell yeah <laughs> All right. yeah that's the exact idea <laughs> okay. like i'm recommending it now like gabby was like gabby was like you believe the kids didn't do the dishes like yo go throw the ball you know, you'll feel better. You know, I feel better. All the time. I throw the ball three, four times a day and it ain't got nothing to do with my workout. Like, I, <laughs> it feels amazing. Shot. You go out there, grab a ball, slam it as hard as you can. It makes a huge noise mm-hmm. and it doesn't bounce. You don't got to worry about repercussions. It stays on the floor. Okay. All right. It's freaking dope. It, it, it's a ball is round until you throw it on the floor. Then when oh. you throw it on the floor, it goes flat because gotcha. it's standing inside. Oh, so, got it. Okay. Yeah. So it's real dope. It's a cool workout idea. Um, but it, it legitimately gives you all the joy of like, oh, I'm angry and I want to break a bottle without the mess. Oh, that you know what? I would never attempt to work up to a medicine ball or burpees. I would literally just stay on slammed. Yo, I, I'm, I'm with you, Sha. I'm, I might, I might stay right here. Yeah, I mean, it's- I, I could use a slam ball then because I, um, what I usually end up doing is throwing a shoe <laughs> <laughs> when I am frustrated, and I'd much rather do a slam ball outside. Outside, I want to do it outside. Yeah, I, I left want, it on my steps. I want my neighbors to see me. 
<laughs> and I want them to be slightly concerned. Hell yeah. Not scared. No one should be scared of me <laughs> at all. <laughs> but I do want them to go, huh, what's, uh-huh. uh, what's that about? Yeah, I, I've been getting that energy because I got like a couple neighbors that like they ask me about everything and I know they've seen me and they haven't asked me about this. Yeah. They, you know, <laughs> it makes way too much noise at 630 in the morning and nobody said a damn thing to me. You know, they're like, oh, so uh, like I know one dude, uh, dude next door was like, uh, yeah, I saw you was up this morning. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> all right so he, was, he was really hoping like i took him the rest of the way but i was uh-huh. like nope i'm nope. if you want to know you gonna ask right? i'm gonna make you earn this one <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> but yeah it's, it's working out you know, so, uh, but I'm happy. I I, I don't got to do the, the insulin shots anymore. That's great. You know, four shots a day gone. Um, and uh, I just got the, uh, I got pills for uh, high blood pressure mm-hmm. for the next six months. And they're going to remeasure that because that's getting lower too. Mm-hmm. Um, and see if we get me off of that. And I'll be back in these streets. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. going to be crazy. Yeah. Back in the streets. <laughs> so it's, the streets. I'm out here. You, you don't know. That first day, if I if I drop the hypertension pills, it's gonna be crazy, shot. I might, <laughs> yo, I don't even know. I might do like a roller coaster while having a milkshake. It's gonna be bananas. You will do none of those things. <laughs> you sure won't. You'll do none of those things. It's you'll be eat a party. something. You'll get a tummy ache. You'll slam the ball and lay down. Is what you will do. <laughs> the dream is alive, shot. Yeah, the streets ain't the streets ain't what you uh, what you think anymore. No. <laughs> yeah, you're in different streets. Do you understand? You you were diagnosed with that. You're in a different neighborhood now. These streets are so just because you don't have to take the insulin doesn't mean you've moved out of the neighborhood. Um, yeah, they're much quieter streets. Yeah, all right, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. You know, I mean, you can still try to wreak havoc but it's a it's going to mean something different like it's not going to be you going up because the thing is you might try to go out into streets and realize oh i have something that needs that's calling me home again yeah <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean like may not be diabetes but that reflux man that thing shows Yo. up whenever it wants oh that's <laughs> no been killing warning. me yeah Yo, I didn't know I like I I uh I tried three different times like on principle mm-hmm. um to have lasagna after like midnight and it oh. just, I couldn't do it. Like, yeah. And my mom makes a slamming lasagna and she would purposely make the whole tray for me. Mm-hmm. So they would make like two trays, one for the family, and then I get a take home tray. Mm-hmm. And I would only eat that after everyone went to bed, so I don't share. You know? <laughs> right. So it was like my like, you know, one AM snack. Oh, you know? No. And I was good. That like I knocked out. I would get ten hours solid sleep. But now, like yo, I had the I had the lasagna. Woke up an hour later on fire. Yeah, you know. And I was like, all right, that was a one off. You know. Mm-mm. Then the next day, no, more, two for two shot. Yeah, it was coming for me. You know. So I had the third day. Um, I was like, all right, I had to learn my lesson. So I had it after everyone went for work, so I could mm-hmm. still enjoy it. In private. Right. But, 
you know, uh, had the whole day to recover from the acid reflux. Well, that's nice that you are at the point where you can recover, like, during the day and still get some sleep. I am like, it's immediate. Just like, no, ma'am, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I didn't know you were up. <laughs> I, thought, I thought maybe you were, you were resting so if you need something like that. Yeah. If you eat something like that, you have acid reflux in- instantly? Oh yeah, I can't. I really cannot. Within within thirty something minutes, I oh, wow. I feel it in in my throat, just in my throat and in my chest, and I'm just like, oh, I I can't, I can't Yo. do this. As wow, yeah. Now, I only wake up to it. Oh no, I can't even. I couldn't even go to sleep. That's why I'm I'm shocked that you woke up to it because I it would not let me sleep. I I know when I have something and I'm like. Okay, so I'm just going to be sitting up. I'll just be dozing off while <laughs> sitting up until I feel like all of that has passed. And then maybe then I'll stretch out. So, wow. yeah, I've definitely eaten something at – and also, you know, you're supposed to stop eating at a certain time of night. So I will push it to like 9 p.m. Yeah. And then get into bed like 11 and just sit up. <laughs> just sit up and doze <laughs> off until about uh three thirty or four. And then I'm like, okay, I think I might be in the clear. I may be able to stretch out now. And then stretch out for about two or three hours. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's rough. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I I I'm gonna do a little more oatmeal shot. Yeah, just a just little for more. a little bit. Just cut it with the <laughs> cut the acid with some oatmeal. <laughs> I think if you start the day with oatmeal, maybe you can throw whatever on top of it and the oatmeal will neutralize it. Uh, again, I am not a scientist or I don't even know doctors. So I'm trying. Yeah. Don't don't quote me on that. But I feel like that's what the oatmeal does. That, that It's been working. You know what I mean? Year in, baby. We out here. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, uh, congratulations on that because that really is wonderful news. No, thank you. I, yo, I, call, I, I, uh, I called my mom and I was like, yo, mom, I'm keeping both my feet next year. And she know what I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was so angry and mad and happy all at once. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh uh, man, it was great. <laughs> I never really thought about what it would be like to be Gastor's mother. <laughs> yo, because she's legit. Yo, my mom is a sweetheart. Like, mm-hmm. she might be the nicest person I know. And she don't deserve uh to have us as a kids. Like we right. we're way, way too much for her. Um. Yeah. <laughs> like none of it matches. But I. I. Yeah. Yo. Like you got to keep on her toes. Just a lot. Like she doesn't. I don't know how she's been in East New York this long. Like it doesn't match to me. You know. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like she should have had more edge. You know. No, but, that's because you have a very narrow view of what East New York is. Okay. Okay. You have a that's very. Fair narrow i'd say more male-centric view of how to make it in east new york because that's what you've known yeah but there are other ways i think to make it that are quieter there are a lot of people who are quiet and thriving and yeah like it seems like you'd be eaten up nah they figured out the system in a different way yeah because she's living like i gotta say like she's one of the happier people i've seen here Mm-hmm. And like I, I I don't understand it. Like I never made it never made sense to me. And she has like a mafia thing, like in the sense that like when there's a problem, 
she she like she would be like yo wait in the car and right like she would come out and it would be resolved but i mm-hmm. won't know what you know how she checked the person right yeah yeah there's just quieter ways usually quiet unnerves people yeah when you're quiet it makes people very uncomfortable so then when you speak there's a, a little more power to it because Oh Lord, we've uh, upset the quiet one. <laughs> so, oh shit! You know? <laughs> so that's you know another way of you know. So then it's not like so much uh, machismo or bravado. Yeah, it's, it's more of just like a, uh, you know, it, it's a nice little life you got here. It's a shame if something happened to it, kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but um, but yeah, yeah, quiet quiet can can be kind can be scary in its own way especially if you are loud you're like if quiet comes up against loud and loud is all like and quiet's like okay (laughs) you're like why did you say that so quietly (laughs) what do you know (laughs) yeah so it'll definitely get the job done well props to that lady but yeah yeah i I def don't do I try my best, but I know I know I, I could be better. Uh, but <laughs> I'll, I hope I make her proud one day. But she was very happy and mad all at once with this. That's but great. It, it's an overall victory, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into the news. Shot. Oh sure. Uh, we kicking off with your articles today, actually. Oh yeah, I um okay. I saw this like a few days ago, and was just like, all right, I think we need to maybe talk about this a little bit. Okay. Uh, this was in the New York Times, and wait, hold on. Everything is popping up for me all at once. Um, <laughs> okay. The headline is, a governor's high school basketball dreams are blocked, and he's crying foul. As his state was battered by COVID-19, government, uh, Governor Jim Justice of West Virginia applied to coach a boys team in his spare time. When the school board rejected him, he threatened to haul the members before a judge. What? <laughs> so, um, okay. And again, keep him. This is from the New York Times, so it's very theatrical how it's written. Um, the governor was livid. Other than God above and my family, I place my duties as governor above all else. He thundered in a statement sent out on Tuesday evening. All I do is work, and I love my work, and I love the people of West Virginia, especially the kids. But there were some, he went on, who had recently committed a, quote, vile action, end quote, one that was, quote, manifestly arbitrary and capricious, even forbidden by law. Um, His antagonists were three retirees who sit on the school board in Greenbrier County, 110 miles southeast of the state capitol. In August, they had voted not to hire Governor Jim Justice to coach the boys varsity basketball team at Greenbrier East High School. Does the hate of these board members hurt? The governor wrote. Of course it does. (laughs) Uh, And the thing was, he already coaches the girls team. Okay. He's... The governor of the state of West Virginia, he coaches a girls' high school team, and he wanted to coach the boys' high school team. And the school board was like, "Uh, hey, ain't you got another job? (laughs) I feel like you should be busy. There's something else I thought you were... 
a coal mining tycoon and the state's richest person. <laughs> what? <laughs> Mr. Justice, whose two terms in office have been richly marbled with conflicts of interest, um, has generally bulldozed past various rules and obligations. Right. But they got him on this one and he is hopping mad. Listen, um, like, I just don't. There's something he said about, oh, um, his state is struggling with um, a record number of infected people in the hospital, COVID-19, one of the worst outbreaks in the country and a vaccination rate that lags behind every other state. Even though there's a pro-vaccination campaign that features his pet dog, baby dog. (laughs) That's a lazy name, yo. People may understandably ask why he would want to coach the Spartans while his state is struggling. To this question, Mr. Justice has a straightforward answer. He insists he would be good at it. Amen. For For two decades... This man, who's 70, has coached the girls' varsity team, winning a state champion in, in 2012. Talk for your seven, shit, Jim. For, 20, well, for seven years before becoming governor, he coached the boys' team, too. And then, you know, he became governor, so I guess he had to drop one of them. <laughs> but now he's trying to get the job back, and they're like, nah. Yeah, um, I, 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 I started against them. But uh-huh. I'm on board right now, yo. No, what are you nuts? Yo, yo, Do live your job, man. Justice, this shit is dope. You know what I mean, <laughs> why can't you do it all? God damn it! <laughs> Run for governor, coach basketball, drop a demo tape too. While you at it, my man, live all the dreams. Nobody's it's, stopping you. It's so much. One board member answered a question before he was told. Uh, Oh, wait, you got to shut up. All questions should go to a lawyer. But one board member said, I have no animosity towards the governor at all. I just don't see how he can be at both the girls games and boys games and still do his job as governor. That is the fairest point. (laughs) Yeah, bro. How are you going to do both? I mean, we didn't have anybody who coached both girls and boys teams in any sport when I was in high school. So you're being greedy. That's fair. I, I do think that, like, he should drop one of the two. So, like, I'm okay with him saying I want to coach the boys' team because I've already achieved success with the girls' team. Mm-hmm. But, like, coaching both, that's the issue. Coaching either while being governor, I'm on board with that. Keep it moving. That's just a <laughs> hobby. You know what I mean? Nobody's stopping you, son. Live it out. You know what I mean? Well, I dare say being governor is the hobby. (laughs) He's already, he's the richest man in the state because he's a coal magnet. Like he he made all his money in coal. He made probably the last money you could make in coal. So there's no more money there. I'm sorry. And and now he's the richest man in the state. and, And he's the governor? That seems like something you just do on a whim. Yo, live all those dreams, my Especially man. Especially since clearly his heart is with pl- uh, coaching basketball. <laughs> like, Yo, why it, did you even uh, apply for the job of governor when you when you know what you want to do? You know why, Sha? Because he can. Okay? <laughs> That's the problem. Because he can. <laughs> and someone told him he couldn't. And, and now he wants to sue these dudes. <laughs> that is, I, I, I was with you until the first paragraph, Sha. The first paragraph... <laughs> 
everything he said just sounded like a really hot bar. Like I heard Young Jeezy saying the whole shit. All I do is work. And I love my work. And I love my people, Wes V and the kids. That's yeah. hard, yo. Yeah, I'm no, that. sure. It's hard. He's got time to work on bars since <laughs> he's not being that great of a governor. And really, is he being that great of a coach? Only one championship? He's been doing it 20 years? One championship? That's fair. I mean, we got to see how many teams, you know? Mm. It's the whole state. It's the whole, <laughs> it's the whole state. You know, I, I, I'm sorry. I, went, I promise you there's more than 20 high schools in that state. And he won one in 20. Uh, okay. That's solid math. That's solid math right there. That's, I mean, that is very, uh, somebody, any of our listeners, <laughs> if you know how many high schools there are in West Virginia, that would help us out a lot. I'm telling you, I promise you there's more than 20 in that, in that, in that, high, in that area. In that region, you think? You know what I mean? So that means he's beating the odds. He's ahead of the game. He's only do one in 20. Yeah, he's ahead of the game. He's the richest man in the state. He is the game. <laughs> he's the game. I, I, I don't know, sir. I, I'm, I'm kind of co-signing this movement yeah, right here. I, I thought you would, actually. <laughs> I was like, this has Gastor energy to it. I'm going I'm to put it on the list. <laughs> yo, and like everything. And yo, he's holding down his squad. I looked at the I looked at the uniforms, jerseys of fire. They all wearing matching Nikes. Yo, he's spreading the wealth with these kids. You know what I mean? I'm with this right here, yo. Look, he, I yo. think if he wants to coach, he should coach, but like Maybe let someone else be governor. Yeah, let Jim, I, I think if you want to coach Jim, coach, but you should only coach one of the two teams to be fair to that team. You know, you give all your attention to all it. your all your all your attention needs to be to one team. You still got time to govern. You could do that. I get you during the day. <laughs> during the day, you know what I mean? as we all know, <laughs> problems only arise during the day. <laughs> Monday through Friday, nine to four. That's it. You know what I mean? You oh fit that into your God. schedule. Half of the games is on Saturday. You know what I mean? You ain't work, you ain't doing governor shit on Saturday. I know you're not. You know what I mean? You ain't doing governor shit on Saturday. That's merch. That's you ain't it. doing governor shit on Saturday. That is merch. You know, and if, if there's emergencies, you got timeouts, you got halftime, you can work shit out. Like you, you available. Like it's like it's like when you when you take a day off from work to go to the doctor. Like you mm-hmm. ain't working, but you can still take a call. <laughs> you know, you right. you you hit them like, oh no, that file is in this cabinet. That's mm-hmm. what you're doing. That's so what, you, okay. You work nine to three every day that there's a game. Work nine to six on the days there's no games. You gotta get back a little, Jim. Don't be greedy. <laughs> don't you know, be, don't be greedy, richest man in West Virginia. <laughs> don't be greedy. And then during the games and the practice. Bring a sue because he's not allowed to coach both teams. Don't be greedy. I'm I'm rooting for you, Jim. Keep it moving. Make it happen. I want I want that first that first paragraph slash verse to come out though. That shit is hard. Yeah, go ahead. Put out a mixtape. Who cares at this point? Shots to Jim Justice. I mean, living all your dreams. You know, they always tell you to choose one. No, Jim said I'm living all of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dope. I'm so on board with this. <laughs> you had a, a second article too, Sean? I did. Okay, so this is kind of a continuation. And I don't think we discussed this last week. I think it happened after we recorded. Okay. But um, 
last week on The View. Remember The View, everyone? Okay. So (laughs) The View is still on. And uh, I guess it's a new season for him. And um, last week they were supposed to do an interview uh, with uh, Kamala Harris. Okay. Um, And about halfway through the show, on air, two of the hosts were pulled off of the show. Like, they came back from commercial and one of the directors or the producer was telling Joy uh, Bayer to um, uh, tell them they have to leave the set. And, um, all right, so you guys, you have to go. When the two um, hosts were Sonny Hostin and Ann Navarro were told, oh, we need you to leave the set. So they're just like, okay, all right. You know, they didn't really know why, but they were asked to leave. And everyone's like, oh, I wonder what happened, blah, blah, blah. And then like a segment or two later, as everyone's trying to figure all this out, Joy was just like, all right, well, they just tested positive for COVID. So we had to take them off the set live, live on TV. This happened. Wow. (laughs) So... Um, I saw that and was just like, holy snikes. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I thought, uh, hey, I wonder what happened with those two. I, ha- I wonder how they're doing. And I checked in on them. Those, it turns out, uh, and that's what this story is, the two co-hosts of The View whose COVID-19 test derailed a planned interview with Vice President Kamala Harris last week said Monday that their results turned out to be false positives. Really? Yeah. Um, They were pulled off the air Friday in a startling moment of live television that forced an abbreviated Harris interview to be conducted remotely. Harris was there, by the way, (laughs) to do it. (laughs) And so then they were like, well, we can't. There's no way she can come back out here on stage if these two tested positive. So then I guess some... For some poor PA was probably somewhere trying to plug in, you know, phones and computers to get a Zoom going on this. Bless that person's heart. You know that struggle. None of the hosts who were uh, there on Friday came into contact with Harris. Hostin or Navarro, along with Joy Behar and Sarah Haynes, were tested multiple times over the weekend and all tests were negative. It was really uncomfortable for my test to be released publicly before I even knew what was going on, Sunny Hostin said on Monday. She said her husband, a doctor, had to be pulled out of surgery as a precautionary measure when the news became known and their children were taken out of school. All are safe. Uh, The other host, Anna Navarro, said, I was flabbergasted. (laughs) Um, After the two were taken off the air, the show had to kill time. (laughs) Behar and Haynes engaging in a question and answer session with the audience members until the remote interview with Harris was set up. That's (laughs) wild. I love all this. Hey, you two, y'all got to go. Y'all are positive. Um, Okay, we got to find the one young person who knows how to sign in to Zoom. In the meantime, do you guys have any questions for us? (laughs) I do. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I didn't come here to do a Q&A. I came to watch you. Right? Oh, man. So then when they went back on the air on Monday, um, the executive producer, like, apologized on air to him, just like, uh, my bad. <laughs> I Yo. wish that um, I wish that had uh, that had gone differently. But, you know, we just didn't know what we were doing and we don't know what to do in this moment, which is fair. Yeah, I get that. I'm with that. Yeah. 
Um, I wow. Okay. Does he keep his job? Yeah, because he was trying to keep everyone safe. You just had to do it in the middle of the show <laughs> uh, on live television. Unfortunately, he was doing a live TV show. So, Yo. yikes. But, I mean, that I just never thought about that being the case. Also, that the results came in halfway through the show. I would have thought that they would be tested early enough that you you know you'd get the results before it was time to go on air. Yeah, because it's like half hour for like rapid response yeah, at this point, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about. I mean, if you got the view money, yeah, that's like yeah, yeah that's like twenty thirty minutes for sure. Yeah, you so, do that before when you start in the makeup. Yes, we'll do exactly. That. If we're done with the makeup, we get the rock. If not, you know, you, you yeah, just got pretty for the day. Yeah, just get a little swab in there or you spit in a tube or however y'all are doing it. And, um, yeah, and then we just wait that out, you know, if you Yo. build it into the time. Uh, so it was just kind of like, oh, yikes. Um, <laughs> and then for it to be false positives. That hurts. Yeah, so, and also for the whole country to find out at the same time that you found out. <laughs> Like the whole country, not the whole country, because it is the view who's watching, but <laughs> the view has a big following and they all just kind of found out. Yo, that's all type of all. Y'all, and, and then like your kids find out because they're getting pulled out of class. Right. And Yo. Your husband does surgery and they're like, hey, <laughs> we need you out of here right now. Like, you got to move. And then tested for the rest of the week, and then everybody's – it was just like, oh, our bad. No, nah, y'all are good. You must have just been a little hot or something. What? Yo. That's so scary. I feel terrible for these people, A. Mm-hmm. Uh, B, um, I have no idea how this show stays on the air because every time I read about it, it's a new group of people. Mm. It's through all the arguing. Okay. They stay on the air because they, they keep fighting and – as much as people say, I can't watch it, they're just always yelling, people do watch it because they are always yelling. Um, <laughs> like Megan McCain just left, um, and, you know, people were, some people are pretty happy about that because she just was not good. I mean, she was good <laughs> for TV, but she just did not seem to be uh fun to work with and there have been a few times where joy bayar like you see her like literally biting her cheek to keep from cussing her ass out on live television i i and 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 a couple of times that whoopi goldberg has been like child will you just shut up like and i'm not i'm not that's a paraphrase but that's pretty close (laughs) she's like child will you just be quiet (laughs) <laughs> like, i don't want whoopie talking to me like that <laughs> not at all <laughs> you know i had a dream uh that i was working on a musical with whoopie goldberg this week <laughs> really yeah uh, that's so random like but yeah was it because the tony awards were this weekend or something i don't know i don't watch the tony awards i just had it was super vivid it was a lot of purple <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yo, we we was killing it. You know oh, what I mean? 
Wait, were you starring in it? No, I was on the writing staff. I don't, I don't, I'm not that ambitious in my dreams. Okay. Yeah. I mean, dream big, Gastor. Dream that you can sing and dance. Nah, because I, I, I dream of stuff I can execute. I can write, you know what I mean? I can't sing and dance. I know that. And this wow. was before um, I got my diabetes news. So, like, I didn't even know I was going to have two feet when this happened. So now, you know, <laughs> those right, well, now, might change. now you are free to dream about singing and dancing. <laughs> you should let not being able to sing and dance stop you from being in a Broadway show. Whoopi can't sing or dance. She got moves, yo. Yeah, yeah she's got an EGOT. She's got all four awards. This is, yo, I, I can't, I can't imagine this at all though. Getting pulled yeah. off the air, COVID tested. And it's false. Mm-hmm. And nobody got fired. And like, nobody got fired. Yo, that's that's wild. Not yeah. that I know of anyway, getting fired. I, I haven't seen where anyone's gotten fired. It's just been like a whoopsie. Anyway. Yeah. Daddy, <laughs> Daddy yeah. P got lawyers on lawyers. Respect. Oh, my God. In other news, uh, uh, NYC's first school COVID closure. Uh, can tell us a lot about uh, how the rest of the year is going to go. Uh, New York City shuttered its first public school this week uh, due to COVID-19 outbreak. Uh, the school is uh, Haran School in East Harlem. Um, offers a few hints to how other schools are going to follow suit. Uh, the This year, the city's Department of Ed declined to set uh, specific thresholds for school closure, opting instead to switch to remote instruction on a case-by-case basis. If the health department finds evidence of widespread transmission, um, but what exactly qualifies for that um, hasn't really been specified. Um, in this particular case, um, the uh, 22 staff members of the school um, had tested positive for COVID-19, which means that the school closed after 13 percent of the staff had confirmed infections. OK, yeah, that, huh. like that scene, the, this has been like uh, traveling a lot. Uh, because uh, that number seems like it was a little like big, <laughs> like they could have like closed it earlier. Yeah, like, yeah, that just seems like a large percentage of the school's teachers uh, and staff were sick uh, before they finally decided, "I right, we should cut it." Um, in particular, also this is a special needs school, so like these are oh, some of your most no. vulnerable students. Yeah, so it, it's been making the rounds. It's like, yo, like this this should have been the school where you're most proactive in closing if there's a COVID outbreak. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, unfortunately, um, they left it. They let it rock, and uh, you know they they uh, spent the uh, they've been closed for the week. Um, they are still trying to figure out who has been where because there's certain uh, rooms that uh, while there wasn't anything scheduled to take place there, um, certain rooms were deemed unusable um, during uh, the pandemic due to them not uh, passing uh, the ventilation mm-hmm. uh, system um, that they, uh, requirements that they wanted. Uh, so there were some rooms that were supposed to be like sealed off for use. Uh, but uh, three employees offices uh, are the ones I'm referring to that were kind of closed off. Uh, but yeah, this is uh Kind of like what I was referring to a bit before uh, a few weeks back that uh, I was surprised like the city in New York and I believe other states had similar stuff like this where like they sent out these questionnaires asking Mm -hmm. parents, what did you feel comfortable with happening with your kids going forward? Um, And I I felt like the option should have at least been there for online learning for more parents and students. Um, 
just so that a situations like this could have been avoided by literally just having less people in the building. The outbreak is limited in that regard. B, you have students that are happier and C, if and when this stuff does happen, um, you'd have a plan already in place. Like right now they have to now scatter again to come up with an online system right. to, to take care of all these kids. Uh, it just, it, it seemed very like uh, reactionary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, like, I feel like at this point, okay, there are still things we don't know about COVID, but what we know after going through this already for a year and a half, yeah. uh, there are some moves that could be made, you know, decisions that could be made that no matter what COVID's going to do, if there's like a another variant that's stronger than Delta, you know what I mean? I hear there's a I hear there's a new one out there in the streets. Oh um, that's so new it doesn't even have a Greek name yet. <laughs> no, for real. It's uh, still pledging. Yeah, that they're keeping an eye on. Like he's just got that kind of you know what I mean? The numbers are just so good. His scouts are watching him and he doesn't even have a, a Greek name yet. Um but you know, if you know that's around the bend, then you take what's happened and you are like, okay, so here's what we need to do in this case and blah 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 and it looks like this has worked for us before and here's how we can you know what i mean and it doesn't i don't think um it really does feel like and i'm talking for schools and for offices it feels like there's been a lot of heads in in the sand yeah just hoping that it would miss us you know what i mean like people uh like schools just thinking well i mean hopefully it, it like no one here will will catch it and it's like that's not you can't <laughs> that's not a plan that's not a plan that's that's not a plan and and yeah that's just wild uh yeah. to me that there's not like a that you have to get up to 13 percent before they're like okay yeah. uh what do we do <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah. oh man. you, yeah, you should have I... had something for at any level yeah, that, that that's really it. That's what's been irking me with this whole thing. Like, um, no, no proactive aspects of this whatsoever. Like, there's a plan in place when it snows. There should right. have been a plan in place for this already. You know, we experienced it. We should be learning from it so that um, if it comes up again, we know what moves to make. But now nah, we out here caught, caught naked. You know, now you got school shut down, got kids having to figure out how to learn from home again. Um, and, you know, we don't know. If anything, we know less now because now we don't know what the trigger number is for the other schools. We're right. like trying to wait to see if it, if and when it does happen, what you know, what we'll do then. We'll see. Figure it out, New York. All right. <laughs> get on it. <laughs> that ought to get them. <laughs> they weren't sure before, but right. You know, <laughs> U.S. government uh, will run out of money by October 18th, according to the Treasury Secretary. Uh, Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, warned lawmakers that the federal gov will run, will likely run out of cash and extraordinary measures um, by October 18th, unless Congress raises the debt ceiling. The new estimates from Yellen raises the risk that the U.S. could default 
on its debt in a matter of weeks if Washington fails to act. Uh, default would likely be catastrophic, tanking markets and the economy and delaying payments to millions of Americans. It is uncertain whether we could continue to meet all of the nation's commitments after that date, Yellen wrote in a letter, um, adding the projection is based on estimated tax payments. Huh. Okay. All right. So hold up now. All these places that want me to pay them, like the government is not doing a good job at paying folk, right? Mm-mm. We about out of money, I guess, in like three weeks. Yep. It's coming <laughs> soon. Like, what? And also, either uh, it's just like, hey, money's not real. I don't have any. No one has any. It doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> We're out. <laughs> right, right. We're plumb out of money. Or, hey, money is a construct. Why are you pressing me? Look, you know, look, the debt ceiling's higher. <laughs> look at that. We just raised the roof on us. What is that? <laughs> it's all what it's just like i mean it's like i've done on the show before gotten exasperated to talk about wall street because i'm like this is just gobbledygook none of this means anything right <laughs> none of this means anything i read this so many times i was like i don't know what she's asking for like yeah, it all I mean, like she sounds stressed so like i'm concerned but also like none of these things are real things like do you need help like i, I show up tell me where you want me to meet so that we could lift this debt ceiling together. Like, you need bodies? Uh, yeah. I'll show up with you. <laughs> you know I mean? Is it that heavy? Like, I- I'm with you. You know what I mean? A man in a van lift. helping you lift up. <laughs> lift up the debt ceiling. Put it on Craigslist. We'll get bodies to show up. I right, will meet. But I-, I don't know what what the thing is that I'm supposed to do. I don't know where I'm supposed to put my energy to fix this. None of it seemed real. Like, is it like a paper? Do we draw higher on the line? Yeah. I Here's the thing. Um, okay. Yellen cautioned that the October 18th deadline is only an estimate because the federal government's cash flows are subject to unavoidable <laughs> variability. Um, she noted that the government's daily gross cash flow, excluding financing, averages nearly 50. $50 billion per day over the past year and has even exceeded $300 billion. What are y'all getting at the bodega? <laughs> Look, it's not, for those who don't live in New York City, it's not uncommon to accidentally spend $40. And oh, and uh, the only thing you have to show for it is just like you had two sandwiches and some Gatorade. <laughs> and you're just like, what happened? <laughs> what? I got chips. Where did it all go wrong? Shouts to Cherry Valley. You know what I mean? You can you can walk from your apartment to the train station and somehow spend thirty dollars and you don't and nothing's in your hand. That's so what is the government buying on its way to the train station? Yo. I don't yeah. understand it. And like I mean, also this sounds like a government problem to me. I'm with you. Like I'm I almost feel like we're supposed to root for this. I don't know. I mean, like, you know, I've been not spending a lot of money. I've been trying to save money during right. all of this. Um, so I'm like, if money's not real, can I just get one of these houses then? No, nah, I mean, yeah, just hold it down. <laughs> like, can I just move in? I got nice stuff. The <laughs> nicest stuff that IKEA would let me have. I have nice enough stuff. Like, can I just move in? Like, it, none of this is real. I don't. It just seems wild. Or can you give me my money before it it's all gone? Nah, I don't, I don't know when we <laughs> voting, but 
It, you get a house if I'm if, as far as I'm concerned, okay? Count me on your side on that. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I just get so confused, and I feel like it's on purpose. I, I'm trying. I, I don't get it. Listeners, if one of y'all uh, economics expert, you know, send me an explanation of this. Uh, Wait, and it's so funny because we talk about finance on here a lot. And every time it ends with me going, I don't understand any of it. And then my friend <laughs> Jason sends me a message like, you know, I work in this field, right? And I'm like, I do. I forget every time. I do. But I swear to God, I don't know what's going on. I'm trying, yo. I'm, I'm, listen. <laughs> I, I'm 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 trying my best at this like once a week I'm gonna put up an article that I don't understand and just hope the listeners <laughs> I love like it. I love it. <laughs> I mean, I'm, as a headline, it's great. Yeah, you know, just like hey, we're gonna be out of cash in three weeks, so right. bottoms and up or whatever. That, <laughs> I've been there. That I get. Like yeah. I, you know, hey, yo, all you, everyone in Congress, we doing peanut butter and jelly this month. You know, we gotta make ends meet. It's gonna be a little tight. Right. You do ramen, peanut butter, and jelly. You know yes. what I mean? You can get lights milk. out at eight. That's you know, it. cut the lights out. You could buy Unplug a gallon it. of milk. Not even at turn the... them off. Unplug everything. <laughs> yeah, so work. Drain any more power. That's it. Clip everything. <laughs> get uh, get your milk from the gas station. Yeah. When it's about to expire. Yep. You know what I mean? That's what we do. You did tuna fish. You need protein. <laughs> yeah. You know, and Absolutely. you got you got a whole day's worth of food there for like two dollars. You know. That I understand, day to day, but this fifty fifty billion dollars on the low end. Come on, B. <laughs> uh, on the every dollar, these numbers ain't real. Come on, man. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> Raise the debt ceiling. What are we reaching for? <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Far no, more sensible. Right. Uh, <laughs> the public urination. At Glastonbury Festival leaves traces of cocaine and MDMA in river, posing a threat to rare eels. That's right. That, hold on. Hold on. I just got to sit in that headline for a second. <laughs> I just got to sit in that. Okay. Oh, All man. Right. All right. Let's, let's continue on. <laughs> yo, CNN be on it sometimes, yo. Oh, my God. <laughs> the public urination at the Glastonbury Festival led to illegal drugs entering a river running through the famous Somerset site in southwestern England, potentially harming wildlife, according to a new study. Uh, researchers at the Bangor University in Wales discovered high levels of cocaine and MDMA in the White Lake River, which runs through Worthy Farm, where the hugely popular music festival is usually held with more than 200,000 attendees. Uh, the study found MDMA concentrations quadrupled the week after the 2019 festival. Oh, man, live your life, England. Uh, while <laughs> cocaine concentrations reached levels previously shown to affect the life cycle of European eels, which are present in the river and are critically endangered. Mm, okay. So what I just heard in that last one was, uh, so Molly concentrations quadrupled. <laughs> right. That we, the week after, um, but the cocaine concentrations reached levels previously shown to, which means, all right, we've been here before with you cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are trying. We've been here with you before. We know what it takes. We know you're going to fuck our eels up. <laughs> we do this every year, cocaine. We've learned this. Okay. <laughs> we, we know this. Now, Molly, you knew. You knew to the scene. You get a warning. 
Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't recognize you. I remember I remember your uncle Ecstasy. I remember Ecstasy <laughs> from 25 years ago, but you knew you knew to me. You doing a lot right now. But cocaine, we done had this talk. <laughs> Every year, for 35 years we done had this talk. Come on now. <laughs> this highlighted the fact that stopping public urination is so important. Oh, uh, that's what <laughs> That's the takeaway. That's it. Not just for traditional pollutants, which we've kind of known about, but for these uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's a scientist, yo. <laughs> uh, not just for uh, traditional pollutants, which we've kind of known about, but for these types of pollutants, which we're only now really just becoming aware of, pharmaceutical waste, illicit drug waste, these are important. Uh, yeah, man. Um, good luck with that. <laughs> I'm ruined for y'all, England. Um, uh, on on the bright side, they've actually uh, said that this year's gone well because it got canceled because of COVID. Uh, uh, Glastonbury uh, Festival. So mm-hmm. for yeah. a year, for two years now, they've gotten a chance to kind of like re up on these eels. You know what I mean? But I know 2022, <laughs> them eels are gonna get it. Is going to be peeing all over the place. Uh, oh, man. And also, that gives them another year to um, update the contract that they have with porta potties. Yeah, word. Double up. Like, yeah, like companies, any English companies that make those portable loos or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah, make more. Make a lot more. I was gonna say, yo, if you if you renting out porta potties in England, yo, the price just went up. Prices just went sky high. Straight. I'm showing up at the next negotiating with this article printed out. If I'm the porta potty <laughs> company, I was like, yo, you need me in these streets, all right? The eels got a press secretary out there. (laughs) (laughs) The eel contingency in England is strong. Yeah, they ain't fucking around. They've been through this already. (laughs) They've been been through. Uh, uh, 58,000 more marijuana convictions in L.A. County will be dismissed. Uh, Los Angeles County will be dismissing 58,000 more marijuana convictions dating back more than three decades in action spurred in part by the state's legalization of recreational marijuana a few years ago. Uh, This will bring the total number of felony and misdemeanor marijuana convictions identified for dismissal in the county since last year to 124,000. Uh, Dismissing these convictions means the possibility of a better future to thousands of disenfranchised people who are receiving this long needed relief, said District Attorney George um, Gasson. I thought it was me for a second. I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, It clears the path for them to find jobs, housing and other services that previously were denied to them because of unjust cannabis laws. Um, I'm, I'm rocking this. I love this news. Uh, this is uh, one of like two steps in the direction I'd like to see with this. Um, I'm really happy to hear that uh, they're uh, uh, removing um, these convictions because, you know, like it's one of the it's a silly checkbox that, you know, people had to sign, um, check off with that. You know, they had a conviction off of something that uh, now is fully legal and people do. Um, the other step I'd like to see is for them to kind of like have a way of uh, prioritizing families that were affected by this. Uh, with employment in this industry. That would be like the next step. Um, I'd love to see that maybe even some ownership um, opportunities for them in these, in these, uh, in this industry. 
Um, but this is a dope first step. Um, the total amount of people affected by this uh, hasn't been accounted yet because uh, mm-hmm. some of these uh, convictions um, might be for the same person. Um, so there might be some overlap, but at least uh, 58,000 people total since uh, that's uh, the current number added and it's 124,000 uh, total mm-hmm. dismissed cases. Um, but yeah, I think this is beautiful. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely happy to hear uh, that these steps are being taken. Hopefully they continue throughout the rest of the country um, and allow people to like, you know, get some of these like um, some of the many things that, you know, we take for granted. If, you know, you live here, right. Uh, being able to vote in certain places, uh, mm-hmm. government assistance, food stamps, um, housing uh, options and just basic like, you know, job apps, college apps, all that. Uh, that you know most people have access to goes away um, when you have something on your record that now shouldn't be you know so uh, I'm, I'm I'm happy to see this movement keep it going LA uh, keep setting an example in this uh, in this situation yeah we look to you Los Angeles for things like this uh, like, yeah. I mean like I, it really is I think the case like in California we're like okay they're doing it and they seem to be doing it right yeah like let's uh, we'll take their lead from california since it is you know one of our largest states most populated state and like um yeah let's let's see if they're actually doing right by this or if this feels like some bullshit (laughs) that it it kind of feels like with other states who have um legalized it and uh and um it, it doesn't look like it's helping out anyone. It's just like, well, now it's legal. Whatever happened in the past happened. We can't do anything about that. Yes, you can. Word. You absolutely can. So um, it's nice to see that uh, L.A. is at least trying to do something about it. So That's it. I don't know. I guess we'll wait and see. Keep it happening. I'm with it. I'm yeah. open. Fingers crossed. Uh, if anything, though, all you people who get out, please do not pee in the streets. <laughs> we do not want your your weed pee affecting uh, all the eels of Los all Angeles. Eels, all the eels out there. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> my problem, not yours. That is the. <laughs> I love when they start aggressive. Uh, Canada's Wiggins uh, center stage in NBA's vaccine battle. Um, Warriors forward, uh, Andrew Wiggins, uh, Golden State Warriors from the NBA, just in case you don't follow basketball. Uh, It just sounds like, I don't know, it sounds like a gang or something. Yeah, Uh, like if you're just looking for someone, if you're a fan of the movie The Warriors from the (laughs) 70s, you're like, one of them's alive and playing basketball? Wow, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wiggins, uh, Andrew Wiggins has declined to discuss whether he remains unvaccinated, but it certainly sounds like that is the case. Wiggins said during the team's media day on Monday that he will continue to stand by his beliefs when it comes to not receiving a coronavirus. Um, Back is definitely against the wall, but I'm just going to keep fighting for what I believe in, Wiggins said. I'm going to keep fighting for what I believe is right, which right to one person isn't right to others and vice versa. Uh, Wiggins, a native of uh, Tron Hill, Ontario, declined to explain what those beliefs actually entail, saying it's none of your business. That's what it comes down to. Uh, Okay. (laughs) It's none of your business. 
business. You tell him, brother. Uh, right, he, so, uh, so you're on that. So that's that's your way of letting us know you're unvaccinated. That's it. Cool. Uh, <laughs> the reason this is a big deal, by the way, is because uh, the NBA, uh, while it has uh, mandated vaccinations for all staff, um, it uh, has not mandated that for the players. So if you're unvaccinated as a player, you can play currently, except for locations where the city or state's rules uh, supersede that. So currently, that only means three teams, the Golden State Warriors, where Andrew Wiggins plays, as well as the New York Nets and Brooklyn Nets. So if you play for those teams right now and you are unvaccinated, you would not be able to play in any home games. Um, So in the case of Andrew Wiggins, who uh, makes $31 million a year, he would be forfeiting a little bit over half of his income, A, all the money from the uh, Golden State Warrior games. And in theory, uh, depending on what they work out, the two times they visit New York, Um, although there are rumors that like – uh, the New York teams might be able to make an exception for visiting players only um, mm-hmm. since they'd only be in town for one game. Uh, but yeah, that works out to roughly $350,000 per game that he would be giving <laughs> up uh, because he doesn't want to get vaccinated. Bruh, just get, just get the vaccine. Y'all. Just get the vaccine. Just get, get the vaccine, maybe. Just get the vaccine. I know you're still doing the research. I know. I know it's a lot. There are so many... TikToks to watch. <laughs> so and they are making more every day, every minute. But like a, bro. Like real talk, this, this is the way I see it. Like I ain't going to argue with someone feeling this like genuinely against their belief. Right. You really think it's wrong? I hear you, you know what I mean? You have a right to make that decision. And I real if you had the conviction to give up 15 and a half million dollars, yo, salute like mm-hmm. real talk that that tells me you really believe what you yeah believe. If, if you're like i don't care about the money i'm not doing it if that means i can't go to half of my games yeah like then so be it dog like i i just gotta be like all right then i mean you backing yeah. it up yeah you backing it up like then i got i gotta give you that and uh, apologies but uh <laughs> on the logical side of things mm-hmm. i'm if if there's something wrong with this vaccine i feel like uh, $15 million might help with the treatment. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it might be a head start. Like, I don't know what could happen, but, like, I feel like that'll cover whatever medical expenses come up, you know? So just put it out there, Andrew. You know what I mean? This is an idea. Uh, it's it's 15 whole million dollars that well, you're going to say no to. I've um, been trying to pay attention to... Uh, all of the people speaking on on their various teams media days and you know answering questions about vaccines and who's just being like well you know we just got to see all the information first or uh you know or who's just like hey man i got kids (laughs) i got it i got kids i got family you know what i mean um i saw a i saw um i saw a tweet that kind of meant that mentioned and i'm paraphrasing i can't remember whose tweet it was but it basically just said like the people who (laughs) like the players who are probably unvaccinated are talking about themselves like i don't i don't know if i believe it i need to read i need to do more research i mean i it looks like the i i i me 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 and the ones who are saying that they are vaccinated are saying things like my family my kids my parents Mm. my you know, it's not just me, it's everyone around me kind of thing. So 
there's that. If <laughs> if you want to read something into it, if you got time to read something into what everything what everybody's saying, yeah, run with that if you want. Um, <laughs> but it's just like, what a mess. What a mess. You guys were doing so well. You had your little bubble, and then you had your one outside the bubble, and now you just, we all just trying to get along. That's right? it. But, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know what to do or or say to people who have who are not vaccinated. If they don't, they don't want to. Uh, okay. I mean, I guess. Okay. Um, but it's kind of wild that. <laughs> you know, because there's so much money wrapped up in this. Yeah, I don't believe anything for fifteen million dollars that much. <laughs> like that—that's a number that's like, yo, I don't know, man. That's so. You mean you would like wait. if I if I believed what he believed, mm-hmm. but it cost oh. me fifteen million dollars, I'd still yeah. get the shot. Yeah, like I'd be like, yeah, I don't agree with it, but that's a lot of racks. I mean, I guess you could also just kind of sneaky squirrel, get the shot, and then just still bait folks into like, I mean, I don't know. I'd say just read up about it and then let them go, but wait a minute, you're still playing in places. And he's like, I mean, $15 million. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're talking different numbers. That's, that's out. Yo. And it's not like he's like, like he's not making fifteen million like on Wall Street. Like he's doing it playing mm-hmm. ball. So like mm-hmm. there's a limited frame of time where like right. you can exactly. make that money, you know. So that's the that's the thing. Like this is something that's gonna affect you forever. You ain't playing ball for fifteen for thirty million dollars at forty. No. Like these are your these are your dollar years. You're in your twenties right. right now. Right. I right, feel right. like it's a like it's a given to me. Like y'all, like I'm trying to think of what I wouldn't do. Mm. You know, like it's a short list. <laughs> it's gonna cost you 15 million this year, or for something you can only do for like 10 years. Yeah, no, I, I, I would go ahead and get the shot, play ball, twist my ankle, That's and then just take the money and run. Let's go. Yeah, NBA contracts are guaranteed, right? Shalay would just broken down for you right there. <laughs> You know what I mean? First game, yo, you hurt. That's it. Uh. Yeah. Come on. That's what it. are you doing? Y'all got to find different ways to... Y'all so basic in how you want to do this. Take a stand. Don't take no stand. Take the money. <laughs> no one care about your stand. That's it. You Then you can post all the videos and how bad you want. The, you can tick to all your talk <laughs> allows. That's the move right there. Look at that. Learn something new, Andrew. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, specifically to you, if you would like to support the show. <laughs> <laughs> you can send a check directly to Shalewa, but also <laughs> all you gotta do is like and subscribe, baby. That's it, you know? <laughs> That's true. Uh we, we say all of this with love. That's if that it. helps, if that helps you uh, rating our show. <laughs> if you're an Apple listener, uh, we appreciate all ratings, four stars. Uh, you know, you believe what you believe. It's going to cost you $15 million one day. You know, five stars, you believe what you believe, but you will secure the bag. You will fake twist your ankle, like Shalewa suggested. Get, <laughs> Get the, the whole $30 million. Ankle. That's five stars, y'all. <laughs>
<laughs> if you have any articles you'd like us to cover, please DM us directly on Twitter or Instagram at Silky Jumbo at Gastromonte. Um, oh, and I gotta say, before I I I, I say goodbye, Shalewa, hmm. this is episode 52. We have done this really. Yeah, this is one full year of the podcast, shot. Huh? Well, I'll be. Oh yeah, we made it. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Yo, it's been a real pleasure rocking with you one whole yeah, year. Yeah, you too. Yeah, let's do it again, you know? <laughs> <laughs> My name's Gastron Monte. Always with the homie Saleva Sharp. We'll catch y'all next week and next year. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>